Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. We got this crazy story from uh, earlier about these hoax school shootings all over the U.S. coming from this weird foreign number. And uh, I definitely want to get into it. So uh, I hope you guys are ready. And also, I think more importantly, we got to point out this is the Spicer shelf <laughs> behind uh, behind Sean, because the last time you were here, you suggested having some kind of shelf. No, 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 actually, I won't take. So I was trying to promo my book is because that's the last time. And it was either you or Ian but said, you know what, we need a shelf there. And then I took credit. For, I said, okay, well, then it will be the Spicer shelf. But it was somebody, it was one of your ideas that said, well, well then Maybe we Ian's. need a shelf. I, I got to get you to sign it underneath the shelf. Right. Just I just took to credit it. for Do it. someone else's idea. I branded it. Well, there you go. I so branded the you shelf. Created I, the you created the need for the shelf by wanting to show off I your created door, the so. need. Yeah. Oh, so I, 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 I want to talk about these, this hoax school shooting because it seems like some kind of foreign attack. But Ian also mentioned a wave of darkness emanating from his soul earlier that he wanted to state. Oh, well, I don't I w- know if you're calling for violence or something. No, can, no, no, can no. Can no, I no. just, real quick though, I, I got to just say this. As a parent with kids in school, I cannot imagine what it's like for, you know, for these, because you mentioned, I think earlier, one of the one of the, the comments that was came in, you know, the, the wave, uh, someone had said that there were people calling throughout Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of the yeah. comments, that feeling, and I know obviously parents had dealt with this in Nashville earlier this week, that, that has got to just be the scariest feeling for a parent. Yeah. And this idea that somebody thinks that this is funny or whatever, whatever's going on and, and calling like that is just sick and depraved. My, uh, my brother had an idea for a video game. And because we never did it, I'll just say it now for the members only. Uh, the idea was, as he described it, I think describing it shockingly and edgy on purpose, was a first-person shooter, school shooter video game meant to be shocking. And ultimately, the idea was, and we, and, we, and then I sort of said, like, here, here's my, my add-on to the idea. Like, he was trying to make a point about gun control. And then I said, here's how you refine it. A single, single video game. Imagine this. Uh, the, the, the player is, you play as a mother who's in her early 30s, and this, the, the game starts by you driving up in the street next to the school, and there's, you know, seven-year-old son, and she says, you got everything, you got your lunch, and he's like, yeah, mom, thanks, mom, and then, you know, she gives her son a kiss, and then the kid jumps at the door and runs into the school, the bell rings, the door closes. Then the mom takes, picks up her phone, plugs it in, and starts typing in the address for work, and then she's checking the roots when all of a sudden you hear screaming. And then she looks and sees the door bright burst open and people start running out. One person clutching their arm, they're bleeding. And then the mother goes, and it's from her perspective, so it's a first person. She goes, oh, dear God. And then she reaches for the glove box 
And right before it pops open, it says, choose your difficulty, gun-free zone, Second Amendment guaranteed. And if you choose the difficulty of gun-free zone, then she opens it, sees the handgun, looks up at the sign saying gun-free zone, jumps out of the car and fists come up and there's a school shooting. Or if you choose Second Amendment guarantee, she grabs the gun, loads the magazine, chambers around, and then you go in to stop the school shooter with the handgun. And we didn't make it because we were probably like everyone in the world would just hate us for making that point. All but, the headline would be Tim Pool releases school shooter video game. Yes. But, I, but I'm also kind of the shithead who would probably just want to do it anyway. So it's more of technical capabilities because I think the point needs to be made. Not that I want to simulate a school shooting, but that video game scenario would give someone the understanding. If you had to stop a school shooter, which would you prefer? A gun free zone or constitutional carry? everyone's going to say constitutional carry. So that was the point of the game. And, and the idea was like, sure, go ahead and try and stop a school shooter with your bare hands. Yeah, but it's got to be the kind will. of game where if you get hit once, you, you die. Well, of course. Yeah, like a of course. And then as soon as you stop the shooter, the mother ejects the clip, clears the chamber, throws the gun, puts her hands on her head and waits. The cops come in, grab her, pull her aside, frisk her, cuff her. And then they say, this is the shooter. Ma'am, are you all right? Then they release her from the cuffs. And so it's like real, you know? Show all the all the children that were saved, like in the scoring, at the score screen. Like I, I just one. don't think that. Yeah, I, I think that probably wouldn't go over too. Well. Yeah, I don't think so. Not but today. I, I don't know if I care if it would go over well. Yeah, I, I think there's it's a just better, I, if I had the capabilities to do it, I would. I just don't. Well, I had a dark question. I was going to ask on the show. I told you guys about. It. I was going to say it. it's just basically like if someone kills a judge, a Supreme Court judge, does then the president just appoint a new one? Like yes. someone, yeah, that's fucked up. Because if some, that's just incentive for people to go they get to be, Biden. They have to think be about when Scalia died. He died suddenly. We had to appoint a new one. That, that's what happened. What, what, yeah. yeah, I guess. Like, what would be? What would you? What, well, why? Why they're not stopping people standing out of Kavanaugh's house? Like, if someone just goes kills Kavanaugh, like then Biden gets to put in a judge. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. I think that's one of the dark things but, but about I mean, Merrick Garland potentially having wanted to be a Supreme Court justice. Maybe he was in the running. That's exactly what made me think of it. Exactly. I we're on the same wavelength on this side of the table. Well, I, I mean, look, I, I got to say this. Like, I, I don't think in any way, shape, or form, Merrick Garland may be pissed about not being a Supreme Court justice, but there's no way in my that 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 guy wants harm to come to Brett Kavanaugh. Like, I'm, I just don't, I just don't know anymore. Man. I, I, I he don't wasn't know. willing I to have I mean, people look, I, I, I don't people. think that he does, but it's just that it could be is crazy. That to me, that I, I, look, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I just. I don't think that there, there's that kind of evil in people that they can honestly think that they want. They might he might want the job. He might be pissed that he didn't get it, but he doesn't want harm to come to another individual. You know, uh, there were several governors who put COVID patients into nursing homes and murdered tens of thousands of people. So I just I'm not sure I agree. But was that intentional or was that just carelessness? Cuomo no, was I, warned that if he did this, he would kill the elderly, and he could have used what was it the comfort chip that Trump sent. But he would rather the old people die than give Donald Trump a victory. In this, though, I don't want to. I don't want to purport intent. That's not what the conversation. Well, was let's about. let's let's jump to these schools because this is this is this is big. We have this from Fox 13. Now they say the numerous active school shooter calls placed across Utah on Wednesday and later proven to be hoaxes all came from the same IP address, according to the Department of Public Safety. But I I, I pulled up this article. It wasn't just in Utah. It was in in Pennsylvania. The story I heard was Pittsburgh. Schools were getting these phone calls. Videos were emerging on, on social media of police rushing to these schools, and they were coming from outside the country. This sounds like a social cyber attack against the United States to disrupt our economy, to cause panic and, and, and disarray. It's, it's, I, I, I'm worried. Did you guys see the news that uh, actually we have it right here? China and Brazil strike deal to ditch the dollar for trade. This, this to me is the biggest indicator of it's coming. 
There's, there's, that war is on the horizon. Mm -hmm. oh, war is in Ukraine. This is fucking, this is a result of all this hate towards no, the I, Russian Federation, man. Uh, this I has mean, been a long time I mean, you're not wrong, coming. but I think it's because America has positioned itself to be geopolitically weak, right? We're not a cultural leader. We're not an economic leader. We're not, we're, we don't have the strength we used to have. So why are they continuing to deal with us? I don't know what your thoughts on this are. I, I, mean, I mean, look, I, I think in the last two, I can't believe the decline that we've seen in two years. I, I, it is, there are days when I realize everything that has happened has happened in the matter of 24 months. And I think it all goes back to Afghanistan. I just, oh, man, once, yeah. once you realize that we were going to allow something like that to happen, the rest of the world, the idea, by the way, and I still can't believe this got short shrift. The idea the other day that Iran shot via drone, a missile and killed a U.S. citizen. And it got barely any coverage. Where was the citizen? In a base in Syria. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. Carshield.com slash Carlson. That's Carshield.com slash Carlson. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. But I mean... Are, like what? 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 Like what is going on that Iran feels like that they can just do that? Joe Biden's president. That's but that's <laughs> my, but but you understand that like that's what that's where we are right now. That another that Iran thinks, hey, we can just shoot a missile. When Joe Biden surrendered Afghanistan, Ian lost it. Yeah, calling it a surrender is key. Everyone in Congress should call it a surrender from mm -hmm. now on. And just f make sure that word is constantly uttered. That's right. Surrender. Not only were the troops and humans surrendered to the Taliban, but all that equipment was surrendered. Yes, but look what's happened. A country like Iran says, yeah, we can go shoot and kill a U.S. citizen with impunity. And it's like, ah, 
We need and, Trump. And another thing that's fucked this country up is the supply chain. Like we're at the top of the house of cards. So when that gets knocked out, we fall the farthest. It, it We are the most, probably the most, you know, high tech country that most relies on foreign countries for our supply at this point. You, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but compared to China, we're not making a lot of stuff here. Trump 2024. Yeah. Look, none of this. I, 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 I can't stand people telling me about, I'm, I'm tired of tweets and hearing about behavior. I mean, look, Russia invades Ukraine. China's provocative in the South China Sea. Iran just shoots and kills a U.S. citizen. North Korea's firing off stuff. We've got fentanyl pouring over the southern border. People flowing in over the southern border. Inflation at an all-time high. Um, I mean, what, what the heck? Biden himself goes on David Muir the other night and says, when you turn on the television, what's going right? That's wow. I mean what so, what and, and and people are looking at this I'm going we're two years in <laughs> the president of the there. United States if he can't articulate something positive Muir says to him you know the American people don't think things are going right and and the president of the United States says to him well David when you turn on the television and nothing is going well what do you think's going to happen I mean and I'm like dude that's not a real inspiring message yeah but what is going well. So are you Trump 2024 because you're anti-Biden or are you you think Trump is in a position to right the ship? All of the above. Yeah. What do you think about DeSantis? I like Ron DeSantis. I want 50 Ron DeSantis's. I agree. Yeah. I can tell why, you why, cool. And I don't. I mean, look, <laughs> I, I want I mean, look, I, I I like I mean, I like the way he's handled Florida. I wish I, I'd like more. I mean, I, by the way, as a Virginian, I like what Yunkin's doing, I'd like, I mean, if he could turn it up a notch, I'd like that even more. It's a good way to put it, yeah. But I, I, think that, I think that that Ron DeSantis has been a great governor for Florida. I think that he fights and he, I, I like the way that he's not apologetic. And we talked about this a little bit before we got into this, but I, I don't, I'm tired of, of these conservatives being like, but, you know, let's just pretend, let's be a little bit nicer. Screw it. Yeah. Fight. One thing that's going well, and to answer your question from earlier when you turn on the TV, is that we figured out how to pull carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and convert it into graphene, which is a what fantastic building material. Like you want to talk about saving the planet. I swear, graphene pays you every time you bring it up. I mean, I, I got to ask questions about graphene. If Ian's got stock in some graphene Didn't we talk about this last time? Probably. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. But it is good news because we are talking that basically about, curbs the global warming pandemic. Sure, sure, sure. But we're talking about military leadership. In an active crisis, an economic crisis, and a need for a stronger president with a plan, mm -hmm. not graphene. Well, we need inspiration from but our president. And if the, if, the, if the president talks about a future plan, like, how will we make the world better? Well, we're going to clean up the atmosphere. Okay, that's going to get a lot of people on board, a lot of people excited. They're going to be excited to turn on the you TV know, and hear about it. Actually, fair point. If Donald Trump did say we're, we're looking into graphene carbon capture technology, it would be difficult for the left to argue the climate change narrative against him because they would. They would lie. But, you know, there is a talking point, albeit a small one, for Trump to say something of the sort. And it's national security because nothing worse than global floods that will destroy our nation. People All are right. flooding across borders because of climate change. It really is one of the great disruptors of empires. Yeah, I'd believe that if Obama and other leftists weren't buying beachfront properties, because, you know, if they want to claim that's true, why are they investing in Miami Beach and Martha's Vineyard? So I'm not I'm not so convinced. I think actions speak louder than words. And if they come out and they're like, the oceans are going to rise, I go, Really? And you just bought beachfront property? I don't believe it you. It goes in conjunction with famine, flood, and because they're kind of in, in, in connection because the floods disrupt the food supply chain. And then if you get like two or three really horrible things to happen at once, like a flood, 
uh, a, vol- a vol- super volcano goes off, the food supply gets disrupted, then you have like total cataclysmic empire failure, like the Sea Peoples, if you've ever heard about these guys, like 1000 BC just appeared out of nowhere and annihilated the Mediterranean. No one knows where they came from, but the idea is they came from, they were fleeing famine and flood and shit. Hmm. Well then. Can I ask a, a slightly different question? Uh, do you think, as a former press secretary, that the model that we have right now works like where we have a press pool in the white house and someone comes out and talks to them i feel like it's hard not to look at it especially with uh, the current press secretary and think well they just pick the journalists they like they just tell you well, lies do, do and you see the, there, like, the african news guy who was like yelling at he's like you never pick on me like and it, it, oh you know i don't know if you saw this though the, the, there's a story today and it's it's very in the weeds but it was actually the daily beast that reported it but the so if you want to have access to the White House every day, it's called a hard pass. It's an ID, right? So it's a it's a it's an ID card. It's a uh, so you have to have a hard pass, and it lets you go in and out of the White House, and you apply for it, uh, and you have to be a journalist. So if you're a journalist that wants to go in and out, right, you apply for it. You get a, a an ID card, and you can go in and out of the White House. Uh, you go through a security clearance or whatever, and you have to say that you work for – but if you're an independent journalist, you don't work for ABC or the Washington Post or whatever, and there's several of these. There's there's people that have been part of this forever. The White House today apparently, according to the Daily Beast, are going to tighten this up. So if you're not part of the legacy media, you'll no longer be able to get a hard pass anymore. So people that unsurprising, right? Because you guys, you guys were doing the Skype stuff. You were trying to bring. Oh in more yeah, journalists. and my view was mm-hmm. I actually let more people in. My view was again I wanted independent journalists. I allowed talk radio hosts. I I I the, if you go on and I didn't even know this is funny. I my show producer showed me this the other day. I don't because I never cared. Go on the White House Correspondents Association website, and it says this answers your question, Hannah. It's it says, does there an order that the White House press secretary – and I've always there's, – there's actually a tradition, but I never actually thought about it. And it says, well, not – there's no – There's no official there's no rule. Official, exactly. It says that traditionally the White House correspondence uh, – the White House press secretary calls on the Associated Press reporter first and then starts with the front row, ABC, the, you know, Why? the Washington Post, because that's how the seating chart works. When I was press secretary, I started in the back and moved forward because ah. I was like, screw you guys, mm-hmm. because part of it was I wanted v- those voices to permeate. Right. I didn't. My vo- my view was you guys in the front all try to dominate the narrative and you want to infect everybody else. I want everybody else to dominate you guys. I want people to hear about what you know, and I wanted the Skype questions. I wanted yeah. middle America to tell you guys What's happening? I want to hear about water problems and I want to hear about natural resource issues that people in Colorado or Montana are facing so that you have to understand what they're going through, not about Russia, Russia, Russia. And, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. And they want to clamp down on that now. How do you feel that Twitter and other, like I know you mentioned you brought in Skype, are there things or technologies eclipsing the formal role of the White House briefing room and the press secretary? I feel like you could actually get news out much faster. Oh, sure. But I mean, the, the, briefing, the argument is that you wouldn't be representing, the press wouldn't have their foot in the door. So look, the, the briefing is sort of a tenth, and maybe that's even too much, maybe a fifth of what the job is, right? You're on a daily basis, you're answering phone calls and emails and, and texts of like, hey, I, I've got a question or my boss. And again, from all over the country, the briefing is kind of a waste. It's a show. 
I mean, that's yeah. really what it is. It's a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to get my questions so that I'm on television and you can see me ask a question. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It's become a show. I mean, you're waiting till 1, 2, 3 o'clock to ask a question right. that you could have asked at 9, 30, 10 o'clock and written a story on or filed on. And it's, it is long lived its utility. Yeah. I mean, right now, the things that I follow the most are when people pick it up on Twitter, right? Right. If there happens to be a journalist who has some interesting But think about exchange, this. I mean, but it doesn't really help with information. You're really seeing the personalities of the press secretary versus whatever outlet is against them right now, right? So, so, so if you think about the White House briefing in the way that you think about the, the 6 o'clock news or sports center, that's the equivalent. Do you wait till six o'clock to get the news? Do you wait till Sports Center to get your sports scores? No, you go on the internet, and that's the same thing now. the The briefing is a is a is a, you know a relic. Mm-hmm. It's just that no one will kill it. Why? Why won't they kill it? Because the the reporters want to be on television. They want to. Yep. They want to be stars. When I started to take them off camera, the print reporters loved it because they were more informative. You could have a longer exchange and have more informative exchanges with them. The broadcast guys hate it because this is them being able to, you know, perform. Grandstand like Jim Acosta. Think about this. How many, go back and look, how many people got CNN contracts during the Trump administration? Oh, yeah. Brian Karam is the Playboy correspondent. They actually have, I mean, this is proof that there's actually articles. Um, the, Ian just got, you know, he was like, thank God I now can officially, you know, but... That, that Playboy has a correspondent. He got a contract with CNN because he jumped up and down and went after Sarah Sanders. Yep. Not because he's a good reporter, not because he wrote some great stories. But because he was the most histrionic. Exactly. I thought you were saying the guy was a Playboy. Not that he worked at Playboy, but that's cool too. Right. Okay. <laughs> he's but like either hiring he's or like Romeo. the Playboy journalist, got three women on his arm. <laughs> yeah, no, Jim Acosta dude. would talk in circles to maximize screen time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're trying to solidify. He would, their he would ask a question twelve ways instead of just asking a simple question because he wanted to be on TV. Was it exactly. fun? Huh? Was it fun? No. <laughs> Ever? Sure. Oh, of course. There were some fun moments, and and again, part of it is I, I enjoyed some of the sparring and and, but I, I don't know that fun was one of the you know if you did like a word cloud was one of the bigger words. I remember an image of seeing I don't know. you. I'd have fun. There was one day I saw you were up there and it was just, you looked like someone asked you something or said something and you were like really good posture. Just like this look of like, like absolute, like I can't kind of like, I now I know you can't say what you think. Like you, you, you can't, like, are there he, things that are like, this is off limits. This is off limits. You cannot say these things. Well, ever. there are days when you want to just look and go, are you really that much of a dumbass? But I don't think you're allowed to say that on, you know, from the White House. So I, would. Just I feel like, like you would. Still, like, that would looking. revive the briefing. Michael, <laughs> Michael Malice, press secretary, because this is what we need. It's what people, why people like Trump. Um, we just need someone to get up there and be like, that was the stupidest question ever asked. And because of that, I'm moving on. Next question. You think that the president could just take over the role now? Or they well, I mean, you saw Trump during the COVID president. briefing, yeah. right? I mean, the, Trump did during those COVID briefings. That's. He went in and just started holding court. Does he have time usually? The I don't know what his schedule is like. Oh, it's not. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't advise the president to do it. It's not his role. That's why you have a press secretary. But Trump's his best press. I mean, Trump. the The job of the press secretary is to speak in lieu of the pre, the president or the principal, whomever that is, or on behalf of the principal. And in Trump's case, he would go out and do it himself, whether it was at, in the briefing room during the COVID era or at Marine One, you know, before that. I think we need some fireside chats again. 
Yes, think. and let's have our own right now by that. taking some callers. So let's go to our callers and ask answer some questions. Right on, guys. There will be kind of no order today, but uh, what's up, Raymond? Uh, you'll be going last year. So Brian, not a wow. fed, will be joining us right now. Can you hear us? What up, Brian? Uh, yeah. Hi. Hey. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I wasn't really expecting to go first. Uh, anyway, uh, hi, all, Tim, Hannah Claire, Serge, Yo. Ian, love you guys. Great. Uh, my question is for Mr. Spicer. Earlier you were talking about, you know, when police officers who swear an oath to uphold the, and defend the Constitution, uh, when they are ordered to do thing which may violate the Constitution, when they do that, they're just following orders. Sir, I would submit to you that shit didn't fly in Nuremberg and it shouldn't fly today. Again, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not defending doing anything illegal. What I'm saying to you is the right person to hold accountable is the person that gave the unlawful order. So I'm not justifying an unlawful act. What I'm saying is the right person to hold accountable is the person that actually gave the order. So, so let's let's go full Godwin's law on this one. If uh, there there were many Nazi soldiers who loaded Jews into freight cars and trucks who did not know about the concentration concentration camps, so should they be given a pass? No. Well, so well, 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 but well, I would argue that that's a very. I don't. I mean, like first of all. I, I would just say there's a big difference between sending someone to their death and shutting down their church. But again, no difference. Okay. I'm sorry. I mean, I think there's a difference between killing someone and shutting down a church, but I, I think if the line again, is, there's a big, look, I will also say this. There's a big difference between a cop walking up to a church and locking it and saying, I'm locking down this church. And if there's an order by a, a, an elected official that says, I am decreeing that this is happening, that, that, the person to hold accountable is the mayor or the elected official or whomever. That is that. What I am arguing is not a, is not a question of that. There's not multiple people that held, are held accountable. But who should we be going after? The mayor, the person who issued the order. And that's how the but Nuremberg trials worked for the most part. They didn't nail like a lot of the scientists. Actually, they brought to the United States to keep uh, working. That's different. They they went after Nazi guards and started killing them. Uh, at the Nuremberg trials? Like, after World War II, they didn't just go and arrest Nazi guards. They went and started murdering oh, them. Oh, um, the people. Well, I, I don't even call them murdering. Like, executing them is probably a better way to put it, because it's war. But, I mean, look at the stories. Let's just say the urban legends of what Mossad did after World War II. They hunted these people down. At the trials, though, they, they went after, like, Hermann Goring, you know, the commander of the Luftwaffe and shit like that. Like, they didn't just kill every... or in prison for life every nazi because it would have annihilated germany there would be no reconstruction and it would be a dead state where gangs would take over i think I, I agree with you that you do have to focus on the commander that gave the order first but don't let those guys off the hook either i don't think we should especially in the united states today we look, should not look, be here here's what i would say though it, we are a nation of laws right and if someone if if the court issues a a an order which says that this is if, if a judge issues, then that is the law. Like but that's not what happened. Okay, but in some cases it is though. Right, so we're talking about Merrick Garland specifically, where he gave an order. But let's 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 even. And walk if you it from oppose that. that, but here's my point: if you don't agree with that, right, if you're Justice Kavanaugh or whatever, then you have a right and a duty to say we agree, we disagree with this. You're so, not enforcing the law, right. and then you use the system. Let's to talk go about New York. It. 
In New York, the courts ruled that shutting down the churches was unconstitutional. Right. Cuomo then said, so I will get rid of this executive order and reissue a new one doing the exact same thing. Try me. And the cops went, you got a boss. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I can't, I, 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 to be honest with you, I'm not that familiar with what happened in that circumstance. In that circumstance, should the cops be arrested and have their pensions oh. stripped of them? I don't, Tim, I honestly, I don't know. I'm not going to say yes or no. Well, like the court said shutting down the churches is unconstitutional. Then, they, then if that's the case, then, then you, should enfor- you, should, you should enforce what the law is. Yes. And so then if the Cuomo law, reissued an executive order and the cops kept the churches shut down. Then they, then either, Only possible because these cops are crooked. Okay. Well, again, I'm not familiar with what happened in New York, but I was well, just let's say hypothetically, if a judge says don't do acts and the cop says, well, my, my boss told me then, to do it, I'm going to do no, it No, anyway. then the, the cop should always enforce the law. And if the judge says it's not lawful, then they should enforce the law. I mean, they should, inf- whatever the judge rules as far as the, so if the judge, let's not, talk, I don't mean to tell myself the knots here. If the judge says that, uh, that a, an order is not lawful, then they should not enforce it. If the judge says it is lawful, then they should enforce it. So should, should, should the cops in New York then be criminally charged? The j- cops should enforce the law. That's no, no, it. Okay. Plain and simple. So Cuomo issues executive order. Cops shut the churches down. A judge then said, that's unconstitutional. Reopen the churches. Then the cops should do what the judge says. So then Cuomo says, I will reissue a new executive order that's slightly different, but does the same thing. And you will have to sue me over that one. And I will tie up these churches in court forever. And the cops say, well, we got a new order. Again, I, I don't like you're, you're asking me a legal question that I'm not. I'm asking your personal opinion. My personal opinion is, is that the cops have to follow the law. And if the law, if the lawyers tell them, Hey, until we adjudicate this, you have to follow. And after it's adjudicated, then that, no, then they need to do what, then if it's adjudicated that 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 the court says that it's lawful or it's unlawful, then they shouldn't do it. And then what if they do? Then they should. I, uh, if a cop violates a court order, what do you do to the cop? Get rid of them. So fire them? Sure. Okay. So the, the cops like in New York else. should all be fired. We no, agree. not every cop. The a, cops, I'm any talking, cop. They all enforced it. No, Tim, not every cop. That's not fair. No. You can't say that every cop, that's not true. Okay, fair point. The state police mostly did, and a lot of local cops defended the, the, the theft for printing. But I don't want to talk in circles, so well, Brian, I mean, Brian, last, uh, I want to get, yeah, that was back hot, to Brian. Brian. Oh, well, the one no, thing I'm concerned about is the cops should enforce the law, period, end statement, is like, what about a horrible law? Then we need cops. That's to- not their job. You I mean, shutting down churches unconstitutionally. Look, Their job is to na- protect look, me from a horrible your law. Jo- look, we are a nation of laws. Okay, there are laws that I don't like. But that doesn't mean that the co- the cop doesn't get to go out there and say, I don't like this law. I'm not going to enforce it. Well, it's law and order. So with some bad laws can create disorder. I think the difference is like my view of this country is more constitutionalist, right? Like I believe that Congress has violated the Constitution and those laws should be errata. So if a cop came to my house and says, we are seizing your guns, that is illegal. Yes, and Fair so enough. The, so the cops that are doing that are criminals. Well, they're violating the law. Yeah. 
Right, because the Constitution is a supreme law of the land that it's not supposed to be violated. But see, the cops are using shields saying, someone told me to do it. And I'm like, I don't care. If it were up to me, I'd say the Constitution must be amended before you can do these things. It's funny because the badge actually looks like a shield, too. And I got to say this, too, especially when it comes to churches. We are dealing with people's immortal souls. And this is why I feel like religious crimes are particularly egregious when it comes to violating someone's religious rights. Like this idea of the old urban legend of the, 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 the general who poured pig's blood on Muslim soldiers, I think is, is horrifying. It's one thing to fight a war. It's another thing to desecrate someone's remains. Telling someone that everything they hold dear within their being and body is being suppressed, oppressed, or shut down and putting them in fear of eternal damnation, I think is egregious. So when they say we're shutting down your churches, that is a crime against humanity. And that's why the First Amendment protects our right to practice our religion. So all these officers who said, fuck you and fuck the Constitution, you're not going to church. I think I would lock them up in two seconds. No question. No question. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Well, well, I don't want to talk in circles, though. So, Brian, do you have anything else you want to add before we move on? No, just thanks for having me on, and thanks for thanks for the Discord and the stuff you're doing to build, build the community. Uh, it's great stuff, and I'm glad to be part of it. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks for hanging thanks out. Course, let's, man. let's jump to our next caller. All right, Colin, your buddy. You are live, my friend. Well, hello. Ahoy. Greetings. Ahoy. 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 So uh, my question has to do with all of you. Uh, early on in the... Uh, Tim Cast IRL uh, show on YouTube. We were talking about how Matt Walsh was uh, prevented from speaking uh, b- due to threats to his family and whatnot. He then postponed his speech, but then he goes on to tweet that he will not be feared into silence. Yet he literally was feared into silence. So my question would be then: What is the recourse on how we combat this? Do we fight fire with fire? Because this logic has been going on online for some years now how do we fight the mom mentality while maintaining our values outside of the long game of changing culture i would like to know what each and every single one of your individual short game responses would be and made a great point as far as like keeping kids off of phones and screens and whatnot just what what do you guys think i don't i don't uh think everyone can just act in an absolute matter. Matt Walsh needing to stay by his family to protect them is sometimes in battle you retreat, sometimes you advance. I think overwhelmingly he's been winning. And if he's taking, he's postponing an event, he says he's going to do it again. He's going to, he's going to, the event will happen. If he needs to sharp his defenses, then he should. And that means protecting his family. Good. And I think he'll keep fighting. I don't think he's being scared into silence. I think uh, an attack was made. He made a defensive move, and uh, I think he'll end up succeeding in the long run. As for solving the problems, I don't know about fighting fire with fire, like sending people threats, I don't think is effective. These people aren't scared by these things. In fact, they want them to happen so they can use the power of law enforcement to crush their opponents. I think the solution is you've got to keep pushing upstream, have a family, make money. Matt Walsh has a bunch of kids. He's got to protect those kids. And in 15 years, those kids will be voting, and they will be thought leaders, and there will be four or five Matt Walshes. So I, I think the victory is going to come because conservatives are more likely to have kids than and liberals are more likely to sterilize their kids. So, but we'll see, man. What do you guys? What do you guys think about it? Well, first, I, I think Tim's spot on. Like, I mean, look, I, I agree. With, this is a short term. He's got to protect his family. It's one thing if Matt said, 
I'm I'm doing this. But he's got to make sure that his wife and his kids are taken care of. And so I think Tim's absolutely right. Just because he's taking a short-term move doesn't mean that he's retreating. He's just protecting right now and being defensive. If, if I may, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I may have misworded that. But okay. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he's retreating. It's just that it's the visual that will be played and you know how the game yeah. likes to be played by these people in the media. And that's kind of what I'm getting no, at. No, no. And I think you're right. How but, do we but, fight that? I think it's worth pointing it's, out it's that immaterial. he said Washington University didn't cancel. Right. Uh, this, right? is, this is immaterial. What they think of us doesn't matter. We need to stop acting like what they think of us matters. That's a mistake conservatives make. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd also say this. But to Tim's point, I think that from an image standpoint – him going back out to Washington and Lee tomorrow, next week, whatever, is going to speak volumes, right? If he were treated and said, I will not be going back out, then that would be the, the – he made it very clear in that tweet. I'm, I'm just going home. I'm going to protect my – I'm going to take care of my family, and then I'll be going back out. And it, he made it very clear this isn't the university, and I think that's the image. But I, I'll tell you, to, to answer your question more specifically, look – this morning, I, I mentioned this at the beginning, we had this event, all the Brave Book authors. We had Antifa that was saying they were going to be there. They were saying, don't show up. We're going to come out and protest. I, I mean, I, honest to God, it was not, uh, you know, as a guy that has spoken at Berkeley and a bunch of other college campuses, I was not exactly thrilled about showing up to a D.C. public library, uh, myself, Jack Posebic, and, and all these guys going, okay, what's going to, but we were like, screw it, we're going. And that's part of it is you got to show up. And we were like, we're not. I mean, I was, you know, I believe that's the White House press corps in you speaking. <laughs> well, there, there, there's a if little I were, if I were to take a guess. And that's a but there, there's guess. a little bit of like, OK, like this is not, you know, we we're commenting a little earlier today about violence. And there is a little fear. There are people willing to do things that I don't think they were willing to do five, 10 years ago. And so yeah. I, I got to admit that there is a little bit of fear going into a couple of these events, but showing the left that we're not afraid anymore, whether it's going to these events or Matt Walsh going back out, showing up is half the battle and, and saying, all right, great, we'll go and we'll show up and we'll go on with our, you know, our story hour for kids. Or- and we, 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 we've got to try and get through more callers. Yeah. I had to be, be short with you, Colin. Yeah. He didn't surrender. Oh, it's a good. tactical retreat which can create opportunity for hammer and anvil tactics where you draw your enemy towards you and then flank them from behind. So culturally, there's a lot of moves that can be made with intentional retreat. Yeah, if you never retreat, you lose. Absolutely. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, huh? See, si, senor. Rogers. All right, Colin, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Right on. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. So we are on to Phil, dude, bro. Dude slash bro. Yeah, I was going to ask how you pronounce it. Phil, that. you're both. A dude and a bro. How are you, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, well, you got to respect my pronouns, right? <laughs> dude, bro. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, so uh, it's nice to talk to you guys again. Um, I was that guy at AmFest. Uh, I was just that guy. Um, sorry for chatting your ear off, Hannah Claire. Um, I'll, I'll get to my question real, real quick. Uh, I was interested because I, I went to that thing because I'm a disaffected uh, 37-year-old liberal from Portland. You disaffected liberal. Uh, and I was uh, walking around there with, uh, you know, Luke's T-shirts and all these kids in suits. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I asked a good question uh, at the time. We could circle back to that later um, and wanted to say, Ian, uh, 
you like talking to people in video, like you've uh, said, um, get on the Discord. Jump on in the middle of the night when you're up uh, and jump in some of these uh, these audio chats and uh, turn on the video with the rest of us. Cause, but uh, yeah, bro. Anyway, sorry, I wrote some of these points down. That's a good. That is how you build community. Do the power of internet video. I heard uh, Chris Burtman's really popular on the Discord. Maybe Dude, you guys. Chris Burtman is yeah. the man. Are there any particular? So there's just lots of different channels. Just pick one where there's a lot of people and jump in. No, you are just any of the voice voice ones. You can a lot of. I told a lot of the people uh, in there is hey, there's a lot of people things going on. Turn on your video so we can see you, and it's it's harder for people to not have a bunch of noise. I think that's a good good idea if you're interested. I use I, I you'd be two, like, two a.m. Ian's on Discord ambassador. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yep. Or, or just jump in whenever you want. Hey, you're uh, in the room with Mr. Bocus doing you know whatever uh, you're doing. Just jump in. We used to do it on Stickum. Jump on. Yeah, yeah. Stickum. You know Stickum.com before it folded. That oh, was yeah. where we did it in 2007. Dude, Tonight, you can make a, a lot of a lot of like planning and change in one of those in one of those sessions. Yeah. Just, and so, yeah, you can, it's, it's, it's awesome. We're all, we're all kind of doing it. Just jump in. Why not? Uh, I'm going to get to my question real quick. I, I just had a bullet points here. <laughs> um, and I just added this, uh, uh, the, any kind of anything with Matt Walsh and not going, as you guys were saying before and not going to this, we gotta, we gotta fucking realize, uh, in his neighborhood, because I'm sure he lives in a nicer neighborhood. Um, in in nashville uh kid just got fucking murdered wow and he wants right. to be with his kids right it should, they, it should be off the table we shouldn't even bring it up like because these are kids in they've got to be in his neighbor they have to know and he's uh you know number one on their hit list yep so let let matt walsh be with his family do what he wants we should never not question it at all agreed um so, but I got uh, to uh, to Sean my question. Um, <laughs> I, I did get. I uh, need to get your book. I got the one from Shia. I never can pronounce her name right, but uh, got to get your book for my niece. Um, Thank you. And also wanted to address uh, the reporters getting screen time in in the room. I think Peter Ducey should get way more screen time. Um, but the real question was, uh, who's better, Cream Pierre or Saki? Cream Pierre just plays dumb, but plays. I enjoy uh, I enjoy Circleback Saki more. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, thank you for uh, for getting the book. I appreciate it. It means a lot. Uh, I hope you your um, who who you Grinch is who are you getting it for? His niece, he said. Niece, thank you. Yeah, yeah, my niece. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Bravebooks.com, by the way. Thank you. Uh, so it depends on what you're looking for. I mean, I I think I actually get entertained more by listening to current current. Uh, I mean, like, it's just, it's amazing to see somebody bungle the easiest questions. It's like, <laughs> uh, honestly, it's like, she what? She has a stutter and like a blink when she's trying to figure something but out. But it's like, but it's like, so tomorrow is what day? And she's like, look, we have addressed the plans to tomorrow with the, you know, for days with the plans that we continue to talk about. And the president's been clear on that. And it's like, no, 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 it's Thursday. You just want to scream at the TV. <laughs> and, and she's just, so I... Was, did you see her make fun of Marion Williamson? Oh, she I, was asked about Marion Williamson running, and she goes, "Look, if if I had uh, uh, a globe or uh, an orb, and they're like the, a crystal, oh, the magic eight cris- ball, a thing, crystal right? ball, yeah, just, a crystal yeah, ball. a crystal ball. Like you didn't know what the fuck a crystal ball was, lady. A globe? That's what I'm saying. It's just there's like it's 
the answer's right in front of your face, and she just you're like, no, 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 just say it, and she can't know. say that. So I think I think I it's miss, a that's prank. what I'm saying. I miss Saki though. No, because like, at least we she's she was actually good. And we know that she's yeah. yeah I mean, Jen Jen knew how to like an idiot. Jen knew how to at least defu- like walk around a situation. Yep. Circle I think back that's why something. it makes it seem like Corinne seemed like so much more of a, a, a car wreck, right? Like it, it's, do you want to watch someone try and maneuver and say like, oh, she's wrong there? Or do you want to watch someone basically implode on themselves as right. they try to answer a simple question? Yeah. Well, so, to put it simply, I think, I think Saki was better. But uh, I do want to try and we, we are pushing it for time. So let's try and uh, we'll, we'll try and get to the next caller, Phil. Wait, wait, we got Raymond G. Stanley. We yeah, do. He's last, is, though. He's last, though. He is not. Here he, he's coming up. I'm excited. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> see you, see you, Brett. Thanks, yeah. Phil. Thanks. Phil. All right. Uh, we have Thaddeus coming up next. You're with, up, you're with us live. What's up? What's up, boys? Yo, what's well, up? Hello. What up? <laughs> we have a, so we have a parasocial relationship. And <laughs> do we now? Yeah, <laughs> we do. For most of us do, and it's it's just great doing this. So shout out to Ian for bring, for the idea. Shout out to Brett for making it so smooth. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Brett's killing yeah, it. Brett McDonald, nice work. Yeah, um, but you know, this is this is just a member interest thing here. So there's just so many projects going on right now. Poker with the boys. Yeah, yeah which I am excited for. Um, you know, the coffee shop might be, you know, physical location that might be up and running in the next five years or so. Um, well, that two months, <laughs> five years. Yeah. Well, like see, we, we own um, the building. I could open the doors right now. It'd be sooner than you Nothing think. Nothing in now. there though. There'd be no cups for your coffee, but you come over. Bring your own coffee pot. <laughs> um, now the 10 K show thing is great, but, um, I feel like you probably haven't even gotten the ball rolling on that, and it might never happen. It just sounds really complicated. <laughs> it, it, it's actually really easy to do, and uh, the ball's rolling. So, I mean, look, oh. Ca- Cast Brew Coffee's up. We got it. It's, it's only been a few months. Like, in terms of starting a business, in three months, I thought it was going to be a week. Because we did the designs, we got it ready, and then we had to go through the, the beginning of the manufacturing process and permitting and all that stuff, and that got jammed up. Three months to launch Casper.com, I think it's not, not, not bad. We bought the building. The coffee shop building exists. It's sitting there. It's just empty. And so we have to install plumbing. And that is insane to do. It takes a long time. So, yeah, you know. But poker with the boys. Yo, poker tables downstairs. We got it already. And the next table is an RFID table. It's under construction and paid for. Yo, it's happening. The only challenge with poker with the boys is how do we actually do a fun poker game with gambling laws that treat poker like a gambling, like like gambling instead of a game of skill, which it is. And so there's some workarounds like if we have no buy-in and don't give cash, we can give any prize we want. So if it's a tournament style game where you get chips to be on the show and the winner gets a prize that's a physical mm-hmm. object, our lawyer says that's probably fine. But we're trying to figure out ways to actually make it a legitimate, fun, good game. I would rather do a legitimate buy-in for a couple hundred bucks and actually see, you know, Matt Gates play Sean Spicer and some Texas Hold'em or something like that. Oh, he would win. Maybe. Or maybe you get lucky and pull a Royal and he goes all in on... on I, the problem know. is I wouldn't know it. I would be... Whole, I'd be like... I'd no, exactly. Have, Look, you have warning happen. now. You can study up, come back and beat him. Okay. Well, but, but, so the point is like, it'd be fun to do a legitimate game with a real buy-in. We might not be able to do it, but uh, it's already underway. We have, we ordered two poker tables. One is already here. We already did a mock game and we're, we're gearing up for the, for the full version of the show. 
And we, like Troy Nails was here and he was just like, I need to be on that. Let me like, I am so down. I'm like, bro, you are first in line. We would love to have you. I wonder if we can give away gift certificates as rewards. I, I'm going to, we're going to talk to the lawyer and figure out the proper legal path to actually do cash. To have like the winner actually win the prize pool or something like what that. What about Bitcoin? We, it cash is cash. So it's like something of value, I'm just something thinking of value. Of trying to work in the crypto thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. A utility token, perhaps. <laughs> but anyway. I'd, I'd like to throw just uh, one more idea in the basket here. Let's do it. What is it? Um, yeah. So the other night ago, like I was over on the VIP chat and one of the members, uh, Salty Draws was on there. He, he promoted his website. It's salty.com. He's a good comic book artist. And we're like, oh, that's cool. And a few of the members actually bought pre-ordered his comic book. Cool. And it, it made me think, like, the members are the sponsors. You talk about that. Yeah. And it would be really cool. Like, we don't even need 10K. Like, we have websites, businesses, books, comic books, music, events. Like, if that's you were to idea. just run, like, on the main show, like, a 30-second segment, like, that's $10,000 in advertising for members. Like, that's just a, good a member, idea. member showcase before the Super Chats. Done. Let's, uh, we'll, we'll get to work on that immediately. I actually think that is a brilliant idea, Thaddeus. So what we could do is members can just post their projects, and it's already paid for. As a member, you, like, so one of the challenges of giving out 10K is how do we determine who gets it? And there's an exchange of money, which is too close to a sweepstakes. If we include as memberships shout outs for your projects, that's already incorporated in your membership. You pay 10 bucks a month. It's like included. We'll just we'll, we'll have to make a channel or a forum for project pitches. Maybe if Ian wants to choose. Oh, my gosh. That kind of pressure. Imagine if someone <laughs> never got picked and they tried so hard. And I'm like, I just don't think it's very good. I just don't like it. It's like Shark Tank. Uh, like, I can't. I like that's this, is good. this is why you're the person for the job. Uh, take I, it seriously. I, a lot of, we should all have an opportunity to look for things we like and bring them to the table, I think. But I like, like this don't put this pressure on me. That's a great idea, it man. Has to happen. Uh, I say we do it. And then we can do, because we don't do sponsors. Like, we, we have very few. We have Public Square today. We have a, uh, tomorrow we have a supplement company. They bought two spots, which I'm, I'm excited for. Um, but we mostly don't. So we could easily do like a 30-second spot before a show. Like, it's brought to you by Thaddeus. He's a member. He's working on this project. Here's his website. Pull up the images. Maybe show some video. Yeah, that'd be Love a great it. idea. That's a great idea. And so, yeah. you know. Or you could spot. I'm just thinking out loud. Go for it. You can sponsor the shelf. Uh, yeah. That'd be oh, cool. yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh. Pay for shelf That's spot. That's a great idea. Shelf space. Yeah. For we, the could, guest. we could sell shelf space. So Literally. are you saying we, we showcase the guest's shelf item? The spicer shelf. I mean, it's, you know. The spicer shelf. shelf. So guests <laughs> that have, have something, we want to showcase their thing. But, but then right below. I, 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 think, I think actually the I simple thing is here. just to periodically find a project posted in the member chat. And then do a pseudo sponsor spot at the beginning of Timcast IRL for, right. you know, this episode's brought to you by our member, you know, so and so. Their website is, you know, Boom. Ian'spiggybanks.com. Awesome. So what would we do? Like a Discord channel that that you would put your pitches in and that would be it? Like Maybe we have the Discord members decide. That would be easier. Yeah. That would be easier. That would at least help move things. Let's to figure the top. it out. Let's, let's, I'll, I'll talk to with, with our tech team about how we can do it best. Maybe there's a polling system or something. People can submit ideas. People can then vote on it. And then we just decide maybe like, maybe Fridays will be like every Friday we'll do a member, member project shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Cool. That's a great idea, man. I really do appreciate it. That's brilliant. And I think that'll be good for everybody. So cool, man. Yeah. That'd be beautiful. Thanks, we, guys. Oh, yeah. We're over. Appreciate so let's go to man. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. See you later. And uh, Raymundo. 
What up, G? Me, you sir. are, you are with us. My fellow teammates watching and listening. Hi. What up? <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the show, brother. Hey, man. All right. I hey, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I might be a little longer. I know you I know you got to get your beauty sleep, Tim, but uh, so oh, yeah. bear with me, I guess. What's going on? I, I got three topics. They're covered and uncensored. Uh, first one, uh, shit, fuck, cup balls, motherfucker. Well, all right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Sure. Right. Uh, second is, uh, uh, can we address the Discord? Uh, in one word, it's essential. It'll be essential to the mission. There we can communicate, interact, hopefully make some moves. We build a community. It's one of the things the cult feels, fears the most. Next week on Wednesday, we're going to have a meeting style with some of the elites. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to have intros. We're going to know all of the strengths as a team. Hell like yeah. An online fight club. Nice, man. One from like fucking teachers to fucking uh, software devs to restaurant servers to maintenance mechanics. You know, everyone down for the mission. Which is yeah. why we got to build our own chat app, which is what we're working on right now. And the ETA is two months. Oh, ETA two months. Yeah. Yeah. Good on this card. I want to shout out Andrew uh, Brett Mack, web dev. True that. Big time. Uh, third, the longer talk right here. Okay. Okay. I'd like to talk about positivity in the future. You cover a lot of black pill shit. That's a whole, the Doomcast meme. Not just me, bro. Because that shit is real. It's reality. Heck, I would not be here today if fucking Tim did not yell at me. I'll yell all this for a last time. Yeah. And whether you like it or not, Tim, you're a leader. The, the cult terrorism is just starting, and it may be a dark future. They hate us. You do not like anything about us. Yeah, I got a gun. Uh, but I can go off and all that. I can rant tonight about sadness, but I want to talk about positivity. A positive in the future. Sean, mm-hmm. a little lot here, bro. Sir, oh, not your typical Republican voters, for the most part. Many of us were pushed to the quote-unquote right because, you know, how they are. They're fucking crazy. Um, a mag all day, or day, America first. Yeah. Last really. year, I watched a couple of Trump rallies. Uh, he almost lost me for a minute. He was preaching a lot of crying about the election and fucking fear-mongering, not much positivity. It's like, yeah, bro, we get it. You lost it. What are you going to do about it? What we can do about it is we can vote. We can learn the rules and laws of our states. We can exploit the fuck out of them. We can come together, learn from each other, grow strong. We can change the world with a well-organized 1%. That's us. But if we manage to get Trump in office, right, he needs to say fuck you to all those around him that aren't for the Make in America Grand Mission. He needs to be laser-focused. They will impeach him again. He needs to say fuck you and your stupid dumb faces. I'm here for the people. And when <laughs> people want a strong economy... A safe nation. You want to stop the downward spiral of the American cult and political rot the, the cult has blessed upon us? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. we need to balance authoritarianism with freedom, I guess. I know it sounds kind of like an oxymoron, but it's not. It's like, no, you will not teach our kids that make it pregnant. No, you cannot say that you're black, you're oppressed, and you can't succeed in America. No, no. And on the other hand, it's freedom. It's like people can have guns. We can have our, our bare, right to bear arms. We can practice any volition we want to. We can, the FDA will not hound fucking local farmers making fucking farming food. Okay, I'm going to get off. I almost got off. Okay, and my question though, <laughs> in the end, uh, to everyone, I think the cult will fucking go nuts when Trump gets back in office. It's going to be so much worse than today. Yep. What do we have to look forward to? Why fight? You know? Why not just get some land, raise some chickens, grow a fucking garden? But, but that is fighting. The way cult discussing vile politicians to be ignorant of bliss. That is the fight. I, I think we do it because we can clean up the atmosphere and colonize Mars. Right. 
and and we do it because we have purpose and because we 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 are here to uh, be good stewards of the earth to for one experience life but we're also here to create life to improve life and these people are toxic fire that just burn and destroy everything humans are going to progress they're going to learn and better know the universe and I think that's part of the mission to organize free energy into complex systems and improve the efficiency at which we do. And that means we have to maintain environmental balance. It means we have to have morals and order. And it means woke people are a plague that are just destroying our sacred mission. So I think having a farm, having a family is one of the most effective ways of fighting back because you got to think about the 10 year plan. These people want to indoctrinate your kids, get your kids out of the schools, go to the middle of nowhere. Homeschool your kids, do pod learning, raise, raise animals, teach your kids to be strong. And then in 20 years, there'll be 10 times as many strong, independently minded, freedom loving people than there are woke lunatics. They're not going to survive in these cities. And the farmer, farmers can just stop giving them food. I mean, let's be honest. These farmers could be like, I don't sell to New York. You guys are fucked. Like you're, you're messed up in the head. I'm selling the, to rural areas instead. That's one way you can do it. We can also clean the plastic out of the Pacific reintroduce iron into the ocean to regrow plankton and the fish populate. I mean, the list goes on to, we can regrow the coral reefs. We can really fix this place. We are definitely way over time though. We do got to wrap. So if you have anything, uh, I don't want to make it too short, but if you want to hit any more points before we get out of here. Oh man, I said my piece. I was just looking for some positivity, man. Tonight's fucking episode was like fucking, you know, these guys it gets, dark, it gets huh? just yeah. depressing and shit. So I was just trying to get, dude, I laid, it, man. I laid in the sun earlier and just let the sun in my eyes. It was so balancing. You were staring at the sun. No, I had my eyes closed. <laughs> but it was. I highly recommend letting that sunlight in. All right, man. Uh, Raymond, thanks for calling in, dude. Appreciate it, bro. Girl, cheers, man. Peace cheers, homie. And uh, well, I guess we'll wrap it up. Sean, thanks for hanging hey, out. Thanks for having me. Brother. It's been an absolute Always blast. Be back. This was a great one, by the way. Thank you. And for everybody who is a member, absolutely, thank you all so much for being members. And Thaddeus hit the nail on the head. That's a really good idea. I think. How about from now on, Fridays? We will select one a member who has a company or a project, and we'll do a shout-out for them. That's how we get it done. That's awesome. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you all tomorrow.